0: Folks, and welcome to another episode of the Snowy's Camping Show. You are here with Lauren and Ben and today we are talking about camping etiquette but before we get into that if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast or even on YouTube if you're with us watching our conversation here and we've also got a Facebook group uh, Snowy's Camping Show so jump on and, and join in the conversation there. Uh, so, camping etiquette is a topic that lots of people have asked for, mm. and so we want to have a bit of fun with this. We're not here to have a whinge or to like, we'll you know, to. get around bashing people for certain things and whatever. So, yep. this is just essentially. We're also not experts, okay? So, we'll no. not not to say that we're not experts on we'll camping etiquette, some but opinions, like, but we're but... Yeah, these are our <laughs> opinions. It's not necessarily hard and fast, and some people might agree with us, and some people might not. But these are sort of just. For us personally, the sort of guiding principles about when we go camping to yep. make sure that we and other people are having a good time.
1: We're a bit lot on for props for this episode too, were not we? So <laughs> yeah. the only thing we could really find aside from bringing in like some sort of campfire ring with a heap of ash and some <laughs> rubbish in it was a, a lantern that has a speaker attached yeah. to it and that's kind of the signal. Like we're not music saying don't have music but we'll yeah. get onto it, not too loud of yeah, music. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, this is um, – I don't know. Yeah, lots of people ask for it. So maybe it's people who are getting into it and – don't want to annoy no. other people, and I, I think, you know,
0: so. people, why do people go camping? They go camping because they want a break, you know, yeah. and often that also means they just want a bit of peace and quiet. They want a bit of chill space. They want to just, you know, have some time away and enjoy it. So um, It can be a problem
1: though, I think, if you've got – because you can have groups of people, right, and sometimes yeah, totally. so I, I've been with groups before. I prefer just to go by myself. I don't mm. the space. I have been with groups before, but they're not rowdy groups, but then you might get – I don't know, like the boys, you know, going out for a weekend and there might be two or three campsites mm. taken up and they want to have some music and a heap of beers and stuff yeah. late and all that sort of thing. And I guess that's fine, but you still need to be considerate to those who are there if it's if the campsite's bigger yeah. than just your group, yeah. those who are there to get a good night's sleep and that Definitely. sort of thing. So you just got to think about these things. If you want to have the whole site to yourself and do that, Maybe just book out all the sites so you're not know, yeah. interrupting everyone else as well.
0: Yeah. So totally. Yeah. I um just on that though, I did not long ago have an experience where we'd booked a site and some the same person had booked every single other site around us, sort of like in this bush camping sort oh, of really? se- setup. And they could have fit literally every single person involved in their group camp on these two sites, because they were huge big group sites, but instead they'd sort of spread out across five or six sites all around us, we were sort of in the middle, but they were there for like this big party weekend and yeah. sort of sort of sucked a bit, and we were like, "Well, hang on, you know because there's all these sites that you possibly didn't need i mean, but it's their prerogative you can you can book and pay for whatever you want, you know yeah. what I mean but um yeah, it's sort of. of maybe one. take that into consideration. Just have to think about it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so first, we we'll kick it off with the basics, which is noise. noise. Obviously,
1: yeah. There's, I mean, uh, usually I, don't, I quite like a little bit of music around a campsite, mm. enough that I can hear within my campsite, yeah. but I don't need to hear my neighbours' music. So if you're cranking it up so loud that you can hear it across the entire campsite, yeah, then I think it's probably a bit much. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, um. Yeah, I would agree. I think. Um, s- s- I did have an experience not too long ago in a caravan park as well where there was a a bunch of vanners who were obviously having a great time but they'd brought this giant TV, like huge Mungus TV somehow from in their caravan and so they'd created this little corral with their caravan and they were all like footy crow supporters or whatever, which is great because, you know, I also would go for Crow's Overport any day, don't unfollow. (laughs) Um,
1: You've done it now. I've
0: done it now, haven't I? But, yeah, and then it just ended up on this succession of – like quite late into the night of like footy and then footy and then getting drunker and drunker and rowdier and rowdier and then Mm. yelling and carrying on. And it sort of probably wasn't until at least midnight that it eventually died down. And I think because we were in a caravan park, we were really quite close and it was really frustrating because at the same time I'm not here to kill anybody's fun. It's like I don't want to be like, you know, keep it down. I've got kids. But also at the same time, I think maybe just being mindful of Mm. how you can continue to have a good time and have fun and what it would be like for people around you and how to sort of work within that space because realistically you're all away, you all want to have a good time, you all are there for probably similar reasons but you'll have to share this quite small space. So. Especially the
1: kids because if a if, if family next year has got kids and they're not sleeping, then that's not just affecting their night, it's affecting their next day as well because the kids are going to be tired. So yeah, I think just being mindful is um, it,
0: it, probably I, a, I, a good way to put it. I probably, not me personally, but I there'd be a quite a few times where I've heard parents at campsites with young kids up at 6.30 in the morning being like, go on, ride your bike and sing your songs and play that real loud toy yeah. over there. Just go over there, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like if, you, if your neighbours have got kids up at 6 o'clock in the morning and you've been up till midnight being rowdy don't expect that they're gonna be able to keep their kids quiet at 6am yeah good point
1: yeah Yeah, give and
0: take (laughs) give give and take but yeah so generally just try and be really respectful um of your rowdy behavior and and things like that nobody wants to stop you from having fun but you know be considerate of it yeah i'm gonna also raise generators like i know that we've brought it up before i think it's in the things you don't need episode Yep. We sort of got a little bit passionate about generators and there was some kickback there because <coughs> there are some people out there who really love their generators and it's want what, to use them. That's what
1: we want though, isn't it? Yeah. Just tell us what you think. <laughs>
0: That's true. Tell us what you think. But at the end of the day, most places have banned them and they're generally pretty frowned upon because they are just an incessantly noisy drone, which can make things be a bad time for other people. So just be aware of yeah, you're generating. Probably
1: have a place, maybe particularly remote locations, um, where there's no one else around. You don't have any power or anything, yeah. and you've got a generator to set up a camp. It's probably okay there, but yeah, in where there's other people around, because it doesn't cut in and out like if, yeah, I mean, the fridge isn't noisy. But if, use the fridge as an example where it cuts in, it runs, and then it cuts out. Right? Yeah, generator starts and just keeps running. So like being next to a building site for an entire day. So yeah,
0: and not super necessarily super relevant. But chainsaws, because I know not lots of pin let me start that again. Not a huge amount of people actually use chainsaws.
1: Well, we said ch- chainsaws came up in, in our what not to take camping episode, yeah. right? And another one that got a bit of, um, sort of stirred stirred the boat a bit, where a lot mm. of people said, Oh, you, I always take a chainsaw I need it. Yeah. So
0: apparently, Cam here next door at, a, at our brick and mortar store in Adelaide, he's a, he's a mad chainsaw man.
1: Oh, righto. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not against them. I've just never felt a need, yeah, for, need them, for them. Yeah, need for them. Me either. But that's just me. But don't yeah, don't crank you do them super it, late or really early. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. it's
0: not. We don't actually have it on our list. But I am in a couple of different camping groups in Facebook around Australia, just because you know I like to see what's going on and what people talk about and things like that. And dirt bikes are massive. Dirt bikes oh, seem right. to be a huge contention in the camping industry of people just cranking their dirt bikes when they go camping just everywhere and not being super considerate of other campers and just the constant noise and road safety and things like that. And I think from what I can gather with the amount of people asking about where you can go with dirt bikes these days, the places that you can take dirt bikes is getting less and less and less. So I think possibly – Places where you go, where you can take dirt bikes, you're probably more likely to be camping with other people who are there because they can take their dirt bikes as well. But yep. it's just something to consider if you are a camper with dirt bikes. Just be really conscious of how you're using them and mm. and how that's affecting your fellow campers.
1: And if you're a camper without dirt bikes and going to a campsite that is dirt bike friendly, then maybe you expect yeah, to use it's some sort dirt of bikes. you can't you kind of give y- and Yeah, take, if, isn't it? if
0: people who like to use dirt bikes, if their their pool of options for getting away and camping is getting less and less and you're choosing to go to one of the few places where they can be taken, Mm. it's probably not super fair for you to then turn around and be like, oh, you know, pipe down, turn your bikes off, blah, blah, blah. that's right. Pick one of the other numbers of places where you can go that they can't go. That's right. So, yeah, I know dirt bikes can be a bit contentious. I mean, I think, look, private property, if you buy a dirt bike and you don't have somewhere to ride it already in private property, then you probably, you know, you've pushed yourself a bit far on that and – um. But, yeah, it's like each to their own.
1: Have you ever seen um, dirt bikes? I know where you go, it's not- Only once, advertised only once I mean- in New South Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess for the most part, like, you could- A road registered dirt bike, you can take to a lot of the campsites. Mm. So, but you're thrashing no, it around. It's more
0: sort of dirt bike trail sort of people that just want to go and fang around on a property yeah. and things like that. And I think the one experience in New South Wales, it wasn't positive unfortunately because right. they were just really noisy and it was sort of like from 8 30 in the morning until oh, right. 7 p.m at night just okay. constant so um yeah just be aware of that i think um so that probably leads into the watching out for Except others for others i
1: like i like that we've got a note here to say whether it's in the campsite or even if you know, in your favourite camping forum, drop the Snowys Camping Show podcast group there, uh, <laughs> let's all just be friendly to each other and watch yeah. out for others. We're all here to enjoy um, enjoy the experience, enjoy camping, get yep. into it. There's new people, there's seasoned people. Let's all just be friendly and, and help totally. each other because, um, you know, if we're all doing the right thing and helping yep. each other, then we're all just enjoying the time spent out there. So Yeah,
0: yeah. my I'm just going to add in here that my brother and, sister-in-law newly sister-in-law went on their honeymoon cuz of all the covid stuff they couldn't travel right. overseas so they did a, a air peninsula sort of west coast Style road trip. Yep. And on one of their first nights, my sister in law realized she forgot to pack, or my brother, I think, sorry, Georgia, my brother um, uh-huh. forgot to pack anything to light the stove with. Oh, no. <laughs> so they were like scratching their heads and eventually sort of went to a fellow camper and was like, Do you have any matches? And oh, of course, we've got matches. We've been watching you for ages and <laughs> 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 hoping you'd come over to, so we could give you some. Um, but anyway, yeah, so just things like that, being aware of, yeah. Lending people a hand or if you're seeing someone struggling with a tent, just be like, oh, you want a hand, In extra couple of hands, you know. But, of course, don't over-invite yourself and don't no. get in people's face. But just you know, be aware of who's around you and what's around and how you can help make sure that that community of campers is yeah. a really positive one.
1: Advice where it's needed too because yeah. I've had people come up and okay, I've not had a problem. I've done something, it's all set up in some Someone's come up and said you should do this, you should do that, and And you're like, like, "I'm Ben from
0: Snowys."
1: (laughs) No, no. so like, thanks, mate, but I'm I'm actually all good with this. I'm not going to change anything. Appreciate you maybe caring, but it's I'm not not in trouble here. So yeah, yeah, just have a think about. it. And I
0: think sort of that that whole personal space and personal Mm. boundaries things is important as well because if you are going away, you are. Literally, just going away to escape at all and have a bit of a personal break and whatever, and I don't know about you, but I have had an experience where not to knock them at all, but just very overly friendly camping neighbors that just sort of seem to always be in your space, and there's mm-hmm. literally nothing wrong with that because they genuinely were happy and polite and respectful and whatever, but just very, very full on, and it's like i, I you know I didn't come away for this i came away to just yep. be able to switch off and not have to think and not have to socialize and just yeah. enjoy my time so um being aware of of that if you are somebody who is super friendly and you like to meet all your neighbors and things like that just be really aware of where that boundary is and maybe some people might not feel confident to say hey you know not really into this constant seeing each other a lot of people don't yeah. feel comfortable to say that so just be aware of people's cues and their body language yeah. and sort of you know uh yeah just be aware of those boundaries and, and that personal space i think
1: how you set up your campsite comes into play there too so if, if you can set up to kind of be a bit private where you set yeah, up rather than true. have your main living space just looking straight across onto your neighbor's living space yeah can all kind of i mean you're, you're always going to see each other a bit but if you can maybe face the other yeah. way or park a vehicle or something just to create a little bit of segregation in those sites that are quite dense yeah so yeah, yeah think definitely
0: um and also oh, on, on on this yeah, yeah don't walk through other people's campsites just but for me that's a massive no-no with etiquette there's go around
1: it's not that far
0: no <laughs> it's not that far just go around yeah. there was a, a trip with gone on um, earlier this year where unfortunately the way that a person had set up their camp was right in front of the toilet block and there was only one path and it was through how they'd corralled their caravans and so you, anybody who wanted to go to the toilet literally had to walk through this little mini quadrangle that they'd set up and oh, it just right. it felt terrible. And they were like, no, don't worry about it every single time. But I, it made me feel awkward. weird walking yeah. through that because it's sort of like that's, that's I guess walking house. through their lounge room, yeah, yeah you know. So maybe just where you set up your camp in relation to common facilities is really important and yep. also um, make sure, you yeah, you're not walking through people's camps for sure.
1: Definitely. Uh, we've got a note here about sharing amazing sites with too many people. I kind of took take that in two avenues and like if you're at a, a site, a, a point of interest I suppose, and there's heaps of people there, maybe you can give them their space and then look at it afterwards. But I think what we're getting at here was if you've got a special yeah, site. Yeah,
0: for me this means – keep your site secret. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I know lots of people say, oh, tell us where to go and tell us where to go. And I love everybody who wants to know the great places of where to go. But yeah. as soon as I tell somebody, then especially in any sort of great public capacity, then next time I go there, I won't be able to go because it's going to be full. Do, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of – and, and um, I think that especially if – the places that you go aren't ter especially in this day and age things like covid everybody's camping now because mm-hmm. they can't go anywhere else so it's really challenging to find somewhere even now that you can get space um at short notice and then often if it's like bush places and things you want them to stay open and you want them to stay cheap or free or whatever and you you know so i think it's necessarily not i guess from an etiquette perspective, my thing would be that if somebody else has given you the hot tip on a place that they go because it's special to them and they've been there lots and they're they're willing to share that with you, that's not necessarily something that you can then go on to share with other people because, yep. I don't know, this is probably controversial and I'm sorry be. if it sort of ruffles it's- feathers, but it, uh, to me it's sort of it's quite important because... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is, if you told me, oh, sorry, you kept trying to talk a few times, no, but no, if you time. said to me, oh, you know, like this is this place I really go, I love it, it's with my family, these are all the things I like about it and maybe you'd like to go, if you told me that I wouldn't then go and say, oh, you should go to this Advertise place, it's great, it, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because
1: then it's full, Because yeah. I, I,
0: sort of, and I sort of think it's even though it's not yours, I recognise that as, you, as a place that you go with for your peace and quiet and your yeah. respite and whatever and so that's important to you and it's not something that I then – I'm going to take ownership over and tell everybody about. Yep. Like
1: it's, these sites, there, like, then it's not that they're not available. Mm. You can find the information. You can out find there. the information. It's bookable sites. It's just some sites aren't as busy as others, and seems yeah. to be that way. And it'd be nice to keep it that way too. Definitely, for, and for I those think use it.
0: other also. And I know it's probably a bit of a contentious thing too. And again, I'll, I'll probably preface this with an apology because I know that sometimes <laughs> my opinions can be a little bit strong. But if someone has put in the time and the energy and the hours of traveling around and trying different sites and researching and building relationships with property owners or things like that, and they've found a spot, and then someone else is just the kind of person who's like, oh, where can I go this weekend? That's free. Or I want to go camping. Mm. Where can I go? That's good. Or that's cheap. Or that's free. And they're not bothering to put in the same amount of time and energy and sort of yeah, into sort of finding that out for themselves, then I'm my sort of perspective on that is um, f- find it out yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> just to put it bluntly, I was trying to think of a way to say it, but no, it's like no. You, you time and people come across these gems because of the time and the energy that they put into camping, and it's not it's, it's not like that's just going to be offered yeah. up to you who, if you're not putting in that same time and energy, and you're not sort of can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, some of the more remote places or or those that aren't quite as close to facilities tend to be not as busy, but... But I agree with what you're saying. But, yeah, it could, could ruffle a few feathers.
0: For I also think goes. that, um, you know, if you do a general etiquette for things like bush camping and places that are possibly getting a little bit rarer and rarer is to really take care of it. Like your number one responsibility, if you do happen to come across those sites, is to leave it better than when you came mm. in. Like take extra bags, take the rubbish. We've got a whole episode on leave no trace and you know, things like managing your waste when you're away, but also look after the that look after those places. Don't trash it. Don't leave your beer cans. Don't you know what I mean? Get it's getting a bit ranty. This to
1: wasn't passionate, gonna be whingy this episode. She I'm said trying to me, We're not, not gonna to... be whingy and that's exactly what you've done. I'm trying not but to be
0: whingy. I'm just I <laughs> guess it's like for me personally over the last twelve months, it has been quite disheartening mm. to see a, a change in some of the places that I go yep. because um, people may maybe don't have the same ethos about yeah. it as I do. And I'm not, that's not to bag or trash anybody. It's more just a bit of a pleading and an encouragement for you to, to pull your socks up and change the way you go about things. If you are somebody who hasn't been as considerate as you possibly could have been yeah. in these this, matters. This,
1: this goes for like, I mean, the, the, secret sites, but also the free council run sites and that sort of thing. We've talked about it before. If we're abusing it, they're not going to be there anymore. Station um, stays that are usually really good value. If we're not you know, giving some respect to the pe- station owners who are making yeah. that space and maintaining it. If we're starting to trash it, totally. gonna st- we're not going to be able to go there anymore. I they're contacted shut one at Easter
0: anyway. and they'd said, no, they've closed their station stay for that yeah. exact same reason. And that's disheartening.
1: I saw another one on a, on a post, a similar post that I think you've, a yeah. uh, group that you follow that said we, we they took photos, gays had been busted and they just said, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, This isn't worth our time. Totally. So they, you can't camp here anymore. So don't break fences, pick up your rubbish. Just there's usually some basic rules for every campsite. Just follow them. You can still enjoy it. Just follow the rules. Yep. Anyway, trying to be whingy. Um, Fires. Mm. Uh, We talked a bit about fires before. Uh, We talked about fire pits actually, not leaving a scar on the ground. And in that, try and use – so if you're having a fire, try and use the same fire pit that someone's used before. Often if
0: you pull up to a site where fires are allowed, even if there's not a designated pit, you'll see where people have been – Having your yep. fire.
1: And it's usually in the best spot anyway. It's yeah. in an open space in the middle. If everyone creates a new fire pit, then before long we're just going to be camping on ash because there's going to be ash everywhere. Totally. Just use the same fire pit. Mm. And don't leave all your half burnt rubbish in the fire pit. I, I don't have a problem with burning some cardboard or using cardboard for yeah for kindling to get the, the thing started, or if you're just getting rid of tissues or something like that. I'm okay yep. with that. Um, whether it sits right within the rules and regulations, I'm not sure. But um, if you're throwing tin cans in there, or uh, um, bottle tops, yeah. or glass that mm. that's going to stay there. So just, mm. just just take that with you. Totally.
0: Yep. Um, pets as well is just mm. obviously just be conscious about um, your pet and their behaviour and how that might be impacting others. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to dogs and things, I take mine everywhere. Don't they really don't go anywhere. We don't go anywhere without them. But, you know, if you have sort of dogs that are constantly barking or sort of creating hassles or they're not on the lead and they're getting into other places or other people's campsites and stuff, just be mindful of that.
1: And it goes back to our uh, motorcycle um, story there too, that if you're going to a campsite that is dog-friendly.
0: And you're not a dog-friendly person. Yep. yep. Yeah.
1: There might be a dog walk through your campsite now and then if they're constantly barking or causing havoc or attacking your kids, then that's a problem. Yeah. But if there's just dogs around and it's a dog-friendly campsite, mm. don't complain about that because yeah. you're in a dog-friendly campsite yeah. and there's not as many of them as non-dog-friendly non-dog, dog campsites. So yeah. you're probably going to have, it's going to be full mostly mm-hmm. people with dogs. Absolutely. So, yeah. And yeah. we
0: don't have it on the list, but another thing um, that I said to the producer that, I'll, that I wanted to add in was kids. And as a parent and a parent of lots of kids and someone who goes camping, I'm not about to trash kids. I'm just saying that when you have kids, I think it's really important um, to be aware of their behaviour and how, you know, if they're constantly fighting and yelling and carrying on and, you know, if you've got neighbours. I know that's something that's really important to me because my mm-hmm kids can get a bit wild sometimes yeah, is to just it. constantly like, hey, you know, we have people around us where so this is where we are, be respectful and, you know, moderate your behaviour and things like that. And when they are up super early, make sure that they're just staying within your camp and they're not yep. going in, unless you've told them to. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> they're, they're not, the yeah, <laughs> they're not um, yeah, making other people's who don't have kids' life uh, yep. unnecessarily um, unenjoyable. And the other thing that I was sort of thinking about as well in terms of campsite etiquette is my kids will often get on their bike and they'll just burn off for the day. And then they'll, as I've mentioned it before in other podcasts, they'll meet up with other kids and then you sort of don't really see them and they might come back for lunch and whatever. But if you know that your kids are spending a lot of time at someone else's camp, Make the effort to just head over there and just be like, Hey, you know, I'm Lauren, these are my kids, you know, are you cool with them being here? Are Mm. you happy? Can I bring you some food? You know, are they not eating out your food or whatever? And um I just sort of think that's really important because it's you can't you're not you can't be sure whether or not those other people are happy for that to happen and maybe they don't want to send your kids home and they're sort of thinking, oh, who are these kids and where are they yeah. come from and they're eating all our food and, you know, that sort of thing. So just checking in, making sure everything's cool so people know where you are. If something does happen and they need to come and get you, it's yeah. all just, yeah. I've had
1: to- it a few times before where the kids haven't wanted lunch because they're like, oh, no, we, just, we had a heap of snacks over there and you're like, <laughs> I haven't catered to give snacks for other people. Yeah. Then, you, then you have this situation where you kind of feel like you want to reciprocate. Yeah. And you're not sure if they were, did they invite themselves and just start eating that food? You're not sure because they don't don't quite understand the boundaries as well. So. Yeah. I know,
0: like, I know sometimes my kids have ended up being in another person's camp and they've come home, they've been like, we just ate all this stuff. And it's like, oh no, like, you've got to go and take all this food. I'm, like, I'm sorry, please accept this yeah. humble food as a token of my garbage cans <laughs> sitting here for a couple of hours. Um, but yeah, so just things like that's really important to be aware of too. And then making sure that you're helping your kids understand all the rest of the etiquettes that we've talked about, like boundaries. Yeah, and, boundaries yeah. of other people's campsites and not walking through them and all that sort of stuff as well.
1: Music, noise, all of that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've finished off here with just mentioning Leave No Trace. Again, mm. we've talked about that in other episodes, but there's a set of ethics there to follow um, in an effort to or leave no trace basically, leaving a yeah. footprints or tire tracks. So yep. leaving, as you mentioned before, leaving the campsite cleaner than when you arrive. That yep. goes for caravan parks as well. Just tidy up after yourself. Totally. But check out their site They just if, if you're new to camping. Um, and you kind of want to understand what your, um, what your responsibilities are, are to mm-hmm. be etiquette to other campus. Then just have a read through that. There's, like, I think, it's seven principles that they've got. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward and simple that you can just take, leave it in, in your head, take it out you and before you leave, just think: Am I have I done what yeah. I should do just to be considerate?
0: Totally. Um, but yeah, I think uh, well, we did. I don't know. Was it actually leave no trace? Was that the name of the episode that we've done? Uh, it, it but was, yeah, if you go back in the yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. If you go back in the history of um, our episodes, you'll be able to find that if really you've missed it. Too much mm. detail
1: now, though. I think we've probably covered off the basics. Up at all. Of, of but yeah, ethics.
0: essentially, you know, if you are keeping your noise down you're respecting other people's personal space, Uh, you're sticking to the rules of your campsite or your campground and overall respecting the bush and the environment and your physical space, then you should be set for a really great trip away um that sums it up that's right if you've got anything to add or anything to disagree with us on you can jump onto our snowy's camping show facebook group and let us know what you think also as i mentioned at the beginning of the episode don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast hopefully we will catch you again next week for another episode thanks ben see you then catch you later bye